0: The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of GAU Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a GAU media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. I don't understand the vitriol
1: with it. Um, yeah, that, that's that's where I am with it. I mean, it's like, okay, if, if he sucks, he sucks. If, if he sucks, you can just laugh at the Jags. Yeah. But like being angry at the
2: Jags is just, it's odd to me. And by the way, who are we to question what Urban Meyer can do? Like, (laughs) the he's got a pretty good track record as a coach. All right. So if if he thinks he sees something in in Tim Tebow that he can use, I'm going to give him a chance to prove it.
1: Is there anything left you can dog LeBron for? I don't know.
2: I feel like, and I love LeBron's game. I think LeBron is so great that I don't need him to talk about how I couldn't see. I, I was seeing nine. Baskets and I just. Yeah, my, well, my, he, my he, lucky he, number is six, uh, look, look, so I geez. shot at
1: basket six. He, and, he's overly dramatic about stuff. I mean, I'm talking about just him as a player. I mean, uh, I he, mean, him hitting that shot is unreal.
0: Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman.
1: And we are back on the Blitz. Hour number three, 713 780. ESPN's your number, 713 780 3776. Or get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like. You're good to go. Send a message. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at AJIsTheReal, at Blitz at Degenerates975, at ESPN975. You can also uh, get us on the text line. You know the number for that. You can also uh, watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Missed the first two hours. Missed uh, a golf update. A tradition like <laughs> we do every major. And then um, you're, we kind of did some running commentary on your Astros who are now up 8-4. So they did take Presley out. Well, I would hope. And they brought in your guy, Scrub. Oh, so dude. no lead is safe. Yeah, he just gave up a a long home run. So 8-4, uh, two outs in the ninth, however. So that's yeah, so why I, I wasn't ready to declare them winners when there was a runner on first and nobody out. I think there all right. With the Scrubster out there. So, yeah. Anyway, um, so I wanted to... Uh, I want to talk a little bit about a story that uh, involving the Belmont Stakes. Okay, uh, are you familiar with America's Newsroom? No, it's a Fox News thing. Uh, they uh, they believe that Medina Spirit should run in the Belmont, so it'll get better ratings.
2: Is is the race <laughs> on Fox?
1: No. Uh, well, yeah, I think... It, I, no, it's uh, NBC, NBC. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, of course, they're kind of coming out and buying everything he's saying. Says he could be the victim of cancel culture. I think some people are like, how could he say that? Well, he is the biggest. Perhaps somebody wanted to take him down.
2: Perhaps so. but Or uh, perhaps he just cheated.
1: Uh, ratings for the Preakness were up 27% from 2019, which we said that <laughs> the ratings would be good. Now, that is also... Um, and that's why people watched, right? Oh, scrub got out of it, scrubster. scrubby him
3: looking shakes. for the final out.
1: Um, but uh, they were talking about if there's a backlog of controversial horses that keeping Baffert and Medina Spirit out of the Belmont would hurt TV ratings, and that is fair. That is true. Even though he doesn't have a chance to win a Triple Crown, I think uh, people would tune in just uh just to see. Yeah, I mean. The 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 cheating thing, well, it's got me pissed off to the point where I'm I'm I, I think I may be done with this stuff. My my wife's done with it. and This woman who owned racehorses, and we were talking about getting her another one, and she's just like, no, I, I don't want any part of this. This guy's killed the sport, and I, I I'm not quite there, but I'm pretty close. But yeah, I mean, I I he, he's full heel turn, right? Because I'm like, oh, this guy's. Great. He's a badass. Wins all the big races. Great hair cheater. Cheater. Pumpkin eater. Um, so he's kind of like the Astros?
2: I mean. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what you want to call it. Yeah. Anyway, um, but I, I do think the ratings are going to suck. Having said that, I think it's going to be a really good betting race. Well,
2: aren't the ratings always crappy for the third race when the same, when the same horse doesn't win the first two? Uh, always yeah like like if the if the same horse wins the first two Uh, it's always the ratings are huge yeah if the if different horses win no one cares about that third race Mm. and really since uh,
1: because now winning a triple crown is easy apparently it's not as well no it's easy when you cheat yeah i mean uh american uh american pharaoh earn that triple crown. That was a legitimate racehorse that beat really good horses. And now I mean it calls into question that one too. Justify had no business in the triple crown because he had a, a positive drug drug test. And he was a crappy horse that just ran against a bunch of other crappy horses. So 713-780 ESPN's your number 713-780 3776. Bob Bad for basically what killed a lot of fan interest in horse racing, like Jack Easterby killed a lot of fan interest in the Texans. <laughs> yeah. One yeah. fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. I, I think I heard Lance and them talking about this. Uh, it might have been yesterday morning or this morning. I'm not sure which. I'm old and I drink a lot. But, you know, are, do the Texans have any idea how much they've turned off a bunch of the fan base? Uh, do, do you feel like they have a clue? Because I, I think it was today Lance was talking about Because I really don't. I, I think that they, you know, they got Toro's Little Rangers or whatever those guys are. And, and I'm sure that you know, ticket sales are still okay. Mainly because maybe people just miss going to football games. Yeah. But do you really feel like that organization has any clue how many people they've chased off? I don't think they
2: do. I, I think that they... I mean I'm sure they they realize that there's people who are frustrated with them but they think it's just like a normal frustration of when your team is good and then they're not good all of a sudden like
1: they don't think there it's a, a deeper problem. Yeah, but I think it is a deeper problem. Oh, 100% it is. And that's the uh that's the issue. I mean, you've got I don't know how on earth you could you could be so clueless as to realize. Now I I'm guessing now that Deshaun has turned out to be a perv. That maybe that uh, maybe that takes him off the hook a little bit. Yeah. For screwing up the whole situation with him. I- I'm sure there's fans that are kind of saying, Oh, I don't I don't want an air humper now. Uh, yeah. And and Jack Easterby burner who likes to talk about how Edo is a slum. Brother, we don't want you there. We got a really nice, cool community and uh, on the whole east side, so we don't want any Jack Easterbees or Jack Easterby burners there. You can go live wherever the hell you want. Shout out to the fish. Yeah. We 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 don't want you there. We have a really cool community with good people and a very diverse community, which I'm very happy to live in. So you know, you go suck Nick Casario or something. 713 780 ESPN is your number. They're actually doing something really cool this weekend. Um it's I, I I'll have to get the information on it. But the, there's a bunch of artists going around basically putting brand new art on really crappy buildings, and there's, there's one right by me that they've been working on all week. And so, like, Saturday, a whole bunch of artists are going to go there and do stuff. So if there's any, any details on that, I'd like to pass it on to the people. So, um, yeah. So there's still plenty of homers out there. I got into an argument with a fan defending the draft. Oh, well, you, listen, if you want – if you really want to hear propaganda – I mean, I can tell you how they pitch this stuff. And it goes, of course, it comes, you know, Texans radio does it all the time. You know, Davis Mills, if he'd stayed in school a year, would have been a first-round pick. Yeah. A lot of people say that. He would have been a first-round pick next year. So you really got a first-round pick in the third round. No, he didn't. And, hey, I'm just, I'm giving you the spin, man. And, boy, this, this tight end out of Miami could be the steal of the draft. A lot of people had third-round grades on him because third-round tight ins have worked out so yeah. well for the Texans. Uh, but no, I, what, what if he turns out to be a huge weapon for them? And, and this kid from Michigan, just as good as those receivers that went in the first round, he just sat out last year. And he's right there with Jamar Chase and, and all those guys. So, and you know what? That's why Michigan wasn't any good last year. Might be. They didn't have him. So they're going to sell you on this stuff. And you know what? People uh, people buy it because they want to believe. And, hey, man, I'm, I've always, it's fun to have, it, it is fun to have hope. I, I've given up on that long ago, but it is fun to have hope. But I, uh, I really, for years, I've wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I have for the most part. And then every time that I thought, okay, here's a chance to do this, they do the exact opposite. And, and and we've talked about this for years with Bill O'Brien. It's like a, that somebody needs to step in and tell him, hey, you need to hire a real offensive coordinator and let him call plays. And, you know, and instead he would just keep putting puppets and puppets and puppets in there. And guess what? It ended badly. And then so he got all the power, became GM, traded away all the draft picks. Total disaster, set the team back. And then you get, you get this Easterby cat in there who thinks he runs the whole... You know, I I don't know. He's he's involved in the Hopkins trade for one. I think we can all agree on that, which anybody involved in that trade should be not just fired, taken out and shot. Firing squad. Yeah. I mean, really, but now you've got this Casario cat who basically hired a puppet coach. So why is anything any different? I can no longer give them the benefit of the doubt. They, and don't, well, they don't deserve well, cause it. Somebody keeps saying, oh, give him a chance. Give him a chance. I, listen, I, I, I gave him credit for cleaning up the salary cap mess. Although, not to brag, but we spent I don't know how many shows talking about, okay, here's what you can do to fix this. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Done. So I don't think it's that brilliant. But, I mean, the the whole draft and just hiring David Culley. <laughs> uh, really it just shows you want all the power just like your other guy had and it's you and your buddy Jesus Easterby and you, you probably share a cottage together somewhere every evening, sipping wine and walking I'm your poodles. I'm not a draft expert. <laughs> yeah. Quick break at the Blitz on ESPN
0: 75925. This, this is the Blitz on ESPN ESPN 975 You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back
1: on The Blitz. So I have a uh, an update on your buddy Alex Rodriguez and his breakup with JLo. lo Okay. Remember last week? I think it was last week. Maybe it was earlier this week. We talked about how he left. Dinner settings for J-Lo and her two kids at the table empty. Yeah, which Uh, is weird. Yeah, very weird. Well, apparently, you know, he was hoping to still be friends, but he is acting so needy that Jennifer cut him off.
2: Sounds about right. I mean, you start doing creepy stuff like that. So,
1: A-Rod has become a creeper.
2: Well, we all had kind of a suspicion, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, he's always been weird. And, you know, I kind of think, obviously, when when you're leaving plates, dinner plates for people and putting that on Instagram, now you're getting almost stalky. Yeah. So uh, somebody says, Jennifer seems very happy. She tried for a long time to get her relationship with Alex to work. She feels good that she decided to break it off. She just doesn't trust him and didn't want to waste any more time. Is what it is, honey. Yeah. So, they're not, uh, but they're not friends anymore.
2: Uh, Yeah, because he weirded her out. Yeah. He played it cool,
1: but it's not his thing. Uh, Yeah. He's not a cool dude. I mean, I I guess we've all probably come off as weird in relationship breakups at some point in our lives. But hell, he's, he's, what, 40 now? He's going to
2: be older than 40.
1: Uh, you know, and you're Alex Rodriguez. Maybe okay. Maybe because he was in the
2: major leagues in the mid '90s. He like mm. he's probably closer to 50 than 40. But well, but he's younger than her because she is 50. Yeah, I bet I'm. I'm gonna guess 47.
3: And your guess, Fred?
2: I'm gonna say he's 44.
3: 45. Boom. Uh-huh. Okay, somewhere in the middle of 44 yeah, and
2: 47, yeah,
1: closest without going over. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, and, and what is she like? 51 is wrong, bitch. <laughs> I think she's like fifty one if I'm not. She mistaken. is fifty one exactly. Yeah. So
3: she'll be fifty two in July.
1: Somebody asked on uh, Trey Trey, yes, because they wrote a future Jose Canseco. Um I don't know what that means. It, like is he gonna because be that was that so, much roided, a so roided it up that it, it ruined his brain. I did I didn't really realize that steroids ruined your brain. I, I knew it, it made your your little fellow smaller. And 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 made your raisins. Yeah. I mean, at least that's what I've read.
3: I mean, how many long-term studies have there been on steroid use? We kind of don't know. Yeah. It's just like CT for a while. They're like, oh, yeah, you're just going to see stars for a little bit. You'll be fine. Oh, wait, you're going to roll out of bed in the middle of the night not remembering and smack into walls and stuff.
2: Uh, Here's an interesting tweet. Okay. From Southside Groovin says, I'm done with the Texans. Um, they lost a lot of diehard fans. I want them to keep the air humper. By the way, Big Ben had a rape charge and paid her off. The Steelers kept him. Seems a little racial. Can you guys explain why Watson is automatically gone? Well, Watson wants to be gone anyway. But also, this is a it, we. I'm telling you, if you haven't if you haven't figured this out the world has changed in the last 10 to 15 years for where like these, these crimes against women are no longer tolerated, like not even a little bit tolerated. So that, that hashtag me too life that wrecked it for a lot of dudes who otherwise could like, there was a time when famous guys could kind of get away with some stuff. Those days are, those days are gone. I'm afraid. And I don't think it's racial that, that Watson's automatically gone. I just think it's. It, Watson wants to be gone, and he's got a lot of issues right now. And, you know, I'm not saying he's automatically gone. There's a possibility that after a year suspension, the Texans can't offload him, and he's he's stuck here. But I don't think that. I don't think anybody. I don't think the Texans want him. I don't think he wants to be here. So it makes a lot of sense to move on.
1: He shouldn't have been offloading with all those masseuses. That's right. Um, there are. <laughs> Uh, you know i i'm sorry I can't help myself it's just it, it, it's a disease I, i'm I'm kind of like Deshaun. I just have this uh this this fetish for making Deshaun jokes and I can't stop and you know at least at least it's not illegal but and i do i i don't have a towel i, I would wear it if i did but yeah I just can't stop.
2: And Lamont says, man, I get the Texans are trash right now and a joke, but to judge Nick Casario before we've even seen a single play is a joke, I really feel Daryl Morey's style of GMing has warped the city's brain. The media here wants a GM to be chummy to with them. I don't, I mean, I don't care who the GM, I don't care. All I know is I don't like a GM who says, I'm not a draft expert. I don't like that.
3: Eh, That's kind of your draft expert. That's your job
2: though. Are you a salary cap expert? I'm not a salary cap expert.
1: I mean, I don't. Know. I, I, I don't like cocky New Englanders who take over an entire organization.
2: And if you and, and Lamont, honestly, if you want to wait a season to judge Nick Casario, we can. But I can already tell you how this season's going to go. It ain't going to be good. What I will say is, I th- I think that the bar has been set to where I bet Nick Casario. It w- he would be hard pressed to ever be the worst GM in Texans history. I'll oh say no, that. That,
1: that's impossible. That is, is a he is an upgrade over what you had. <laughs> he is, but that's like uh, dumping your wife who's a one for a two. Yes, in my opinion, maybe a three,
2: maybe because it, like hmm. let's say O'Brien's the worst, and then when Jack o- or when Jack Easterby was the acting GM, he's he's the yeah, second worst. Yeah, so
1: he's probably third worst. Yeah,
3: yeah. And, I mean, you count those two just like horses, one you, and one you know,
1: like, <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, except
2: uh, let's, except uh, at the end of the race, one A turns around and, like, throws, a, a, throws an uppercut hoof at one, and he's knocked out. And, like, and then he keeps running like nothing happened.
1: Let's not forget the Charlie Castle era either. I mean, but Charlie is
2: better than either. Of,
1: uh, I don't think so, man. He. You think Charlie is more inept than Bill O'Brien was as uh, a GM? Not, not, not as O'Brien and Easterby. But he's right there with him. I mean, he go look at what he did with the expansion drafts when they had all those extra picks. Yeah, and the players that they signed at the beginning, and how he built just an absolute disaster of a team, which might be better than this group now. Which there is that. But Largo uh, uh, says, Tim Propura is the worst Houston GM. And he's down there. Rick Smith has to be the best Texans GM of all time, isn't he? Yeah, I I, I would say probably Rick Smith followed by Brian Gain. Yeah. Even though he was only there for a year and a half, he had a pretty good draft and did some things. But, you know, and honestly, I don't care if the guy's chummy. I don't care what the guy does. I could give a rat's ass. I don't want to be friends with anybody in that organization.
2: Especially now, because, uh, listen, I don't need these guys to come on my show. I'm not even going to do a radio show here anymore. They don't I, don't. I don't need them to be my friend. I'm just saying, it, like, win some football games, Bubba. Draft some good players, Bubba. That's all I'm saying.
1: What's the Bubba count today? Are you, you got it? You got it? Four, I think. Okay. Twitch will probably
3: have it Twitch, better than Twitch I will. Yeah, I think I, that's four or
1: five. And, and, and honestly, the kind of show that... that, that we do and the kind of show that i hope to continue to do i don't need those people i don't i don't want yeah. them on my show i don't care uh and uh, like it, this this and that this
2: show has never like needed uh coaches or gms to come on air with like that's never mattered well, That's that's not our thing
1: just wj said no one is worse than hunsicker is a hunsicker was a pretty good gm you're thinking of Propura who came after him that guy was not good Purpura
2: and O'Brien, and, and are, then they're and, they're going to be like the uh, Ed
1: Wade. Ed Wade was a bad one.
2: Yeah, but Purpura was worse than Ed Wade. Yeah, but that, that Purpura and and O'Brien are that's the gold standard.
1: I'm trying to think who the I, I guess whoever the Rockets the Rockets would have had way back in the day, but I, I don't know. If, I don't know. So, but I I I think. Yeah, you know, there's because I have been friends with people in the organization. And it's hard to be critical of them sometimes, and and when we do player shows. It's kind of hard to be critical of those yeah. guys when you get to know them and you like them. And even if even if they don't perform, kind of think, ah, I won't give them the benefit of the doubt. I I don't want to be friends with anybody in that organization.
2: The Rockets went from uh, Weinhauer, who won championships, to Carol Dawson. To Daryl Morey. They haven't really... And I don't know who they, who was there before I, they won, but they, I don't know that they've ever had like a total embarrassment at GM. Well, I don't... Joel would tell you uh, the guy there now is a, a total embarrassment, so... Yeah. Yeah, so I, I... The Rockets are generally a well-run organization. Yeah, they have Compared been. to the other two, I mean, the... The Astros obviously it's easy to say, well, they're great now, but they're a damn roller coaster. There's been times when they're the laughing stock of the league. Like this is the first time the Rockets have even been in the discussion for laughing stock of the league. The Texans, they you know Well they they jump back in that conversation pretty regularly. Yeah. But this may be the worst they've ever been.
1: Well the keep in mind pre Akeem Ralph Sampson, the Rockets were, they this were is bad. what they were, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, speaking of basketball,
2: hoops, pro dunk hoops. That's where you go to get the best basketball goal in the whole wide world. And guys, uh, I, I, I'm so glad I love the pro dunk hoops goal that I put out for my kids. they they use it all the time. When, when I told them we were moving, one of the things they were upset about was that we were gonna have to leave the goal, but turns out, I think we're gonna be able to take that bad boy with us. So that's an exciting, uh, exciting update. Um, yeah, because listen man this goal is just it is so nice it, it is uh, it, it's adjustable from five to ten feet with the turn of a handle and this thing is heavy duty built to last uh it, it is if it breaks or cracks for any reason they'll replace it for free uh they've got the thickest steel of any goal on the market this thing ain't gonna be leaning in a couple of years like what you get in the big box store not the way they do business man this is a, a great company great people And, guys, your kids are going to be out there this summer having fun instead of playing video games and doing social media. Check out all the options at ProDunkHoops.com. That's ProDunkHoops.com.
0: Call into the HRP listener line. Dial 713-780-ESPN. Administration of employee benefits is a hassle. Let HRNP eliminate those burdens and save you money. Visit HRP.net today. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fower and A.J. Hoffman.
1: And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780- ESPN is your number. 713-780- 3776. So, uh, according to I, I'm not too familiar with this guy because there's a bunch of Lombardis and Lombardos and stuff like that out there. Uh, but apparently, a man named Matt Lombardo, who is a columnist for Fansided, which I don't know what that is, um, says there's three teams still very interested in the air humper. Okay. Does uh, he name them? Uh, he does. And interestingly enough, the Eagles, not one of them. Oh, he says uh, it. Three teams that repeatedly came up in conversations with multiple executives, unnamed, of course. The football team, okay. The Raiders, the Raiders, and the Miami Dolphins, who we've been talking about all along.
2: I think I'd rather have Derek Carr than Deshaun Watson. I think I would too. When you add in all the baggage and stuff. Yeah. Like, and
1: and the fact that his contract's a lot more manageable. Yeah. Pretty I, sure he's not going to get caught air humping.
2: Is Deshaun a better player? Yeah. He's got more upside, certainly. But Derek Carr's good enough that if you can put a good team around I I mean, I don't think the Raiders are winning a Super Bowl with Derek yeah, Carr.
1: Yeah, I I think the one year that they they lost to the Texans when he got hurt, that team would have been good enough to win a couple of playoff games. And, I
2: think I, I think and I think Derek Carr's eventually gonna leave the Raiders. I I don't think he gets. I, I don't think he gets the respect he deserves from that franchise. The fact that it's they're always talking about trading him for someone, yeah. or drafting a quarter. It's like, dude, I'm pretty good. How about you build a team around me? I I, I feel like that eventually is going to come to a head, but I I don't know. I, I
1: I'm guessing he and Gruden don't quite mesh. I don't think so. But I don't know that anybody meshes with Gruden. Yeah, it'd be it'd be kind of fun if they got Deshaun there. He'd be he'd be begging for Bill O'Brien back. <laughs> let's uh let's get Justin on. What's up, Justin?
3: Hey guys. Uh, so I agree that uh, David Cully probably wasn't the right hire, but I really I'm really holding out hope that he's going to be a good leader and maybe uh, something good. But I had a question for y'all. All right. I don't know uh, good coordinators that were bad coaches. How many coaches? were better coaches than
0: they were coordinators.
2: We're better head coaches than coordinators. Well the first one that jumps out is Mike Vrabel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he was a disaster he was he he coordinated the thirty second ranked defense in in the NFL, failed his way up into a head coaching job. It turns out he's a pretty good head coach.
1: Yeah, he is, as long as he's not calling plays on defense like he did last year, which he's gone out and got a real defensive coordinator now, so I, I think that's a smart move. He he's definitely uh yeah he's definitely better now
2: it, the thing is with, i mean jason garrett was a much better coordinator than a head coach
1: yeah probably so there's a lot i mean there's a whole list of them uh jim schwartz uh, oh I,
2: but i'm worth thinking of the other way now yeah
1: trying to go the other way guys who yeah. weren't great coordinators but turned into good head coaches um yeah, that's that, that's a lot more rare yeah but but probably because if you're not a good coordinator, you're not you going to get, get an look. opportunity. It, so,
2: oh yeah, that's why Vrabel was such a unique thing.
1: But I think, uh, and and but he's one of those guys though, like Harbaugh, that everybody said was going to be a great coach, and you know that the, he connected with people well. He's just some, you know what? The, here's a big secret: some great coaches aren't great play callers, and that's why if you're really smart, you go and hire people. To do that, you oversee everything. Guess what? You're going to win football games. Yep. So. um,
2: I mean,
3: how great was John Harbaugh as a special teams coordinator? I mean, what can you tell from a special teams coordinator?
2: Yeah. And listen, you know, you said you hope David Cully has some success. I do, too. He seems like a nice guy. He does. But the truth is, he got put into a situation where it's almost impossible for him to succeed. And. I, I, I'm not going to say that it's a it's a hopeless situation, but it's as close to hopeless as you can get. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, if he, but I I hope he does okay. But the problem is, you know, even even if you brought Deshaun back, I mean, this team, you just look at it and you're like, what the what the hell? Yeah. And it, for people who want me to give Casario the benefit of the doubt, I mean, the problem is he's running with Cal McNair. He's running Kyle. with, with uh, Jesus Jack, and we've seen we've seen what they do. So, you know, in, in, in Cully's case, maybe he turns out to be a good coach. Maybe being a passing game coordinator and an assistant head coach, maybe he was around Harbaugh more than those coordinators were. I don't know. And maybe he learned a lot from him. Maybe, maybe he learned a lot from Andy Reid. You look at his track record, there's nothing there to really indicate, well, this guy would be a really good head coach other than he will do what Casario tells him. And that that concerns me because we've just seen that. But what else would we expect? What else would we expect from this leadership group? Durr. I like David Kali. <laughs> Even though he called me Kyle. Yeah. Coming from a Bears fan, love he's the best coach on the staff and will be the next head coach. Now, see, this is this is where I, I I'll 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 allow that it might. Work out a little bit. Uh, I like having a. I, you, I always talk about this. I like having veteran defensive coordinators who had success as defensive coordinators and sucked as a head coach, like Wade Phillips. Guy like that. So I think Lovey fits that. I think they needed a totally different scheme here, uh, even though somehow
2: Lovey's also been out of the NFL for five years. He has, but I mean, I, I at least. And not only has he been out of the NFL, I mean, he's been compiling a horrific. Horrific resume as a college football coach.
1: Yeah, but it's it's a it's a different thing from being a head coach and being a coordinator. I think the guy's a good coordinator, and maybe he has been out of the league too long. We'll find out. But I think that that you know I think they needed a change in system so that they're not exposing their horse bleep almost almost said the uh, the actual word there cornerbacks as much. And, and so I, I like that hire. I like having Pep Hamilton work with the offense, work with the quarterbacks. I'd, I'd rather have him as OC than uh, little O'Brien. Yeah. But, you know, I think those are good hires. And if those guys do a good job, then, you know, I think you'll be, you know, you'll be okay. I, I, I think we'll find out about five or six games in, as long as they're losing, like, really close competitive games, I think the guy's probably doing a good coaching job. If they're getting blown out as o'brien's teams often were then he's probably not yeah and i mean that's sad that that's what you have to judge but yeah I, I mean that that's that's going to be how you determine if david cully's doing a good job if they're one and four and every loss they're in it in the fourth quarter and lose by three you know what that guy's doing a pretty good coaching job and because and there was a year chuck Pagano went eight and eight without Andrew Luck. And I thought that was a hell of a coaching job. I really did. And sometimes those are the best coaching jobs that guys do is with teams that aren't very good, that you make them as competitive as possible. And you know what that boy, that's, that's such a terrible, terrible standard to have. Yeah. But you know, I mentioned lovey won with Rex Grossman, you're going back a while and, and he did get fired after what a 10 and six season, I think right and, and Illinois is a, a death pit. I mean there was no there's no chance of success at Illinois,
2: but you would have liked to have seen it improve at least somehow over the years yeah. but it, it it was never even
1: he did uh, upset what was it Wisconsin, uh, I think so. Wisconsin or Penn State, one of those that he beat a couple years ago. I'm like where the hell did that come from? But you know, college aside, there's a, there's a lot of guys who you know don't succeed at that level. That you know go go back to being a defensive coordinator, and it, there's there's that's why I'm, I'm I'm intrigued by a guy like Joe Brady's future, because you know he obviously coming out of that Saint system, he did something right at LSU. He had tons of talent, but boy, he got the most out of it, and I think. They didn't have much to work with at Carolina last year. I want to see what he does with Sam Darnold. That's a guy. If he if he turns him into a an eight and eight quarterback, I bet you he gets a head coaching job next year. Oh boy, Lamont.
2: So Lubby Smith has been out of the NFL for five years, which concerns you. But hey, Tim Tebow, a position he's never played out for nine years. Give him a shot. There's a difference between being the defensive coordinator and the third string tight end.
1: Boy, these and deep-
2: again, the the it's a free roll. You're paying nothing for Tim Tebow. The Tim Tebow hatred is so laughable. You guys, you look like clowns that you're so worried about Tim Tebow getting a tryout. It's embarrassing. Stop.
1: It's your fault for giving him run for these false comparisons, So man. charged that's, up. Yeah, that's just a horrible comparison. I, 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 yeah.
3: How many coordinators have gotten fired during the preseason? Uh, How many tight ends have been cut from a roster during the preseason? It, if, well, if if Lovey right. Smith sucks three game, all three preseason games, they're not going to fire him before the season starts. You're going to hold out and go, oh, this is going to suck. If Tim Tebow sucks two games in, well, you're on the cut list, buddy. And by the way, sorry,
2: nine years ago, also the last time Lovey Smith was associated with a team with a winning record. So <laughs> nine years of losing football.
1: Oh, boy. I'm glad this is almost over.
2: And and listen, I think Lovey Smith is a decent defensive coordinator. But just like David Culley, listen, you can only do what with what you got. It, no, you but, know,
1: but, but in, I never got to finish my point. But my hope is that with Pep Hamilton on, on the offense, I think your offensive line could be much better just from the coaching change. They had they had a guy who didn't belong there at all. I agree, and, but at some point you have to have good pl- at least decent players to coach up. They don't even have decent players. I, 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 I think they have potentially decent players on, on the offensive line now that they've brought in some guys. But that's about it. And you know, I mean if you just get guys in position to play better football, which I, I'm I'm hopeful they can do, but hell I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt anymore. Never. Mind. I'm certainly,
2: not, I've got, I'm not hopeful in any way for this team. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I, I just, I want to see them play better football. And, oh, well, it's, and, it'll be and, hard to be worse and be competitive. And if they can do that, then I'll say the guy did a good job.
2: I say it's hard to be worse, but they replaced Deshaun Watson with Tyrod Taylor, so
1: yeah, it could be worse. Well, they got Davis Mills. Though. he, he would have been That's a first true. round pick if he'd stayed in another year. He's a future Deshaun. Yeah. Quick break. It's The Blitz on ESPN,
0: 975925. 92.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN, 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz.
1: Have you signed up for our ESPN 97.5 listener email yet? You can get the latest information on what's happening with your favorite radio station, including upcoming events, giveaways, and a chance to be highlighted as our listener of the week. Head to ESPN 975.com and subscribe now. You'll find out which uh, host is leaving ESPN 9-7 <laughs> uh, Late hits with Pete Crate tonight at 7 and Hall of Fame with Booker T and Brad at 9. So, uh, there. How about a little Hoffman on Hollywood? Oh, totally forgot about Hoffman on
2: Hollywood. I've got to pull it back up here. I'd already shut everything down like a dope. <laughs> it's all right. It won't be hard to pull back up. Uh, that's what that's what Deshaun said. <laughs> that That is a lot. Of, that's what he said regularly. <laughs> Uh, all right. Let's see. Where should we begin? Um. Oh, here we go. Let's start with a. Uh, start with my girl T. Swiftie. Uh, apparently, are you familiar with Saint Vincent? Like the the saint, or no, no?
3: Uh, I think it's a woman, right? Like, yeah, she's a performer. Yeah, couldn't name one song. Look, At first, I thought it was a band.
2: Look up what her biggest hit is. I'm curious. And maybe we can play some. But she uh, she apparently said that Taylor Swift tried to teach her how to cook. And it was a complete disaster. And she basically said that Swift had inv- invited her over to uh, teach her how to cook. This was about 2015. Steak, asparagus, and cauliflower. Something like that. She says, I don't remember if she experienced that I couldn't cook and thought I'm going to help this girl she said I'm not sure how it came about but she brought me home and she taught me how to do the thing she later tw- tried to replicate the skills that Taylor had brought to her and apparently it went about as poorly as you, you could have it could have gone she had a couple friends over and it was like they basically said this was the worst meal that they've ever had in her life so Taylor Swift songbird of our generation not, not a great teacher What's uh, Saint Vincent's biggest hit?
3: Her number one song is one that she did with uh, Bonnie Vare, which is called Rosaline. It's got 102 million streams on Spotify. This already kind of sucks. Yeah. I don't know if it yeah, picks up. Not impressed.
1: No, that's got 102 million streams. Yep. So you're telling me there were 102 million suicides. <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> a like lot. Maybe,
1: maybe so. <laughs> Oh my god, that's awful Oh yeah,
0: Yeah.
1: this is bad
2: bad. (laughs) Oh god That's that's a a really, uh, that's not good Uh, your girl Cher, happy birthday 75 years old
1: Still hot and a beautiful beak
2: All of the, well, the parts A lot of parts of Cher are 75 Today, a a lot aren't Yeah But that's alright too
3: We'll go 50-50
2: Yeah, it's probably a, a good half and half Um John Mulaney is uh, getting divorced. He is um, apparently he's left his wife for uh, Olivia
3: Munn.
1: Uh, she's a crazy. She is. Yeah.
3: Definitely an upgrade visually.
1: Yeah, but she's she's loco, man.
2: But John Mulaney, it seemed like he had. I, I don't know. This it surprised me. That, I mean, I guess they were they were married six years. I I don't know when John Mulaney really became a star.
3: Uh, probably about three years ago, four years okay. ago was when he really hit it. So,
2: apparently, um, he's been caught in some infidelities, and a fellow Saturday Night Live vet came out and offered him some uh, some advice. Yeah, Chris Rock said you should use a. Uh, you should you should hire your his uh, his ex wife's lawyer because that's who will get you some money. So Chris Chris Rock saying his ex wife had a good lawyer, so he's saying John Mulaney needs to hire her or hire <laughs> that, that lawyer. Uh, but yeah, John Mullaney getting divorced after six years. Uh, Anna Marie Tindler was her name, and looks like he and Olivia Munn are already hot and heavy. Olivia Munn, she was the Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, girl before Danica Patrick, right?
1: Who well, uh, now I, I don't know who how Aaron Rodgers attracts crazies, but those two are both just bat bleep.
2: Yeah, I feel like he didn't. Um, I feel like he didn't. He, he's not He's not great with
1: All those right.
2: choices. Who am I to talk? Well, <laughs> that's true. Yeah,
3: I think we could define Mulaney's big like when he became superstar was when he hosted SNL, which is the first time in 2018. Is that, okay. is that fair? Like, yeah. that's when the rest... Like, he was a big stand-up comedy deal for a while, but I think that's when the entire world saw went, oh, yeah, that guy's really funny. Uh, do you remember when
2: uh, Thor Bjornson, uh, the mountain, was I, I the world's it, I,
1: strongest man? I think Thor might be one of my favorite all-time names. I mean, it's Full Thor, good. too, but Haftor, yeah. It's
2: a pretty good name. Yeah. The mountain. Um... He is preparing himself to be a, a boxer. Uh, I think we've talked about that before. Yeah. He's lost 110 pounds.
1: Oh, he looks ripped.
2: So I, I've only seen photos of him with like a suit on.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I saw one of them the other day. He looks ripped.
2: He ret- so he retired from the world's strongest man sport uh, after winning his 10th consecutive title as the Iceland's strongest man. Uh, but he's decided that he's going to uh, he, he's going to dedicate himself to boxing, and he's 110 pounds down. So he's down to 341 pounds. He was a 450 pound man. He, he didn't wasn't he, he wasn't in bad shape. No, he, he didn't was,
1: look fat at all. He just looked like a, he looked like a mountain.
2: Well, uh, we, you said 90. All right, and that's Hoffman on Hollywood.
1: So you didn't have another one, or
2: no, I did, but I didn't think it was.
1: We uh, had ninety seconds. You
3: know, uh, Patrick well. Creighton could be a little bit late. We'll yeah.
2: be fine. Wow. Is, is he
1: in here today? Yes. So he'll be on Twitch. Yes. Good. So Patrick Creighton will be up next on Twitch.
2: Um, there, there was the Jennifer Love Hewitt. You remember? Do you remember Jennifer Love Hewitt? Oh, of course. She used to be very, very hot. She's expecting her third child. Oh, jeez. I don't know when she's... St- like, she's not famous anymore. I mean, I guess she's still famous, but she's not a celebrity or, like, a, an active actress anymore, is she? No, she had some, like,
3: I guess, lifetime sitcom thing that my wife watched, like, five, six years ago about being a massage therapist in Sugarland, Texas. But that was the last thing I heard from her.
1: Oh, boy, her timing's off. If she'd just done that in 2020, I bet it would have been popular with a certain person.
2: yeah. Would have been good. Ugh. All
1: right. That's going to wrap it
2: up. She's
3: still pretty hot, though. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, she still got She's it. Squeezed out three kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lost a little bit on the fastball, but not much.
2: She's got, she, it says uh, she doesn't see herself getting pregnant again. She says, I don't think I could do it again, but I think five is a great number. So I think she's saying her, her husband, and three kids. That's a, that's enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Stop. she's not saying to have more kids. No, stop there.
1: Stop there. It's too there. many. Three, three's too many. All right. Great job, Aaron. Great job, AJ.
2: I had a lot of stories on Marilyn Manson, but it's too many for Hoffman on Hollywood. Yeah, we'll just you just need to dig into it. We'll, just,
1: we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do a whole Manson thing. He's a maniac. Yeah, he's... Well, are you surprised? No. Uh, you know, you take one look at that guy, it turns out that he's... Totally bizarre. Shocking. Yeah. All right. We'll, uh, we'll do that tomorrow, among other things. Till then, stay sportsy, bitches. I take back the
0: word that'll hurt you. And you say, if I can reach the sky, I give it all to you. BSPN 97.5.